we did a guest appearance. We've got a guest appearance coming up this week, and they sent yeah. us a contract that was like giving the guest like um like um permission to like use the footage and we've not done that with any yeah. of our guests <laughs> i was no. like oh maybe we should have done that <laughs> that'll be season two season one season was basically two, we'll like contract. yeah season one was kind of like is there a point of doing this and th- oh, there's not yeah. we'll just sign get people to sign contracts just for no reason just like stupid i, I want to make contracts really like dumb like oh, it's yeah. like you know it's it's like obviously all the basic shit but then it's also like you know, if the Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast did end up getting a serial commercial, um, would you be okay with your footage being used to promote Rice Krispies? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just something like really stupid. I love that. Snap, crackle, snap, crackle, pop off. Snap, crackle, pop your pussy. That's the title. That's the fucking title. Could you imagine That's turning the on the TV and seeing a Rice Krispies advert that was like. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop up, sis. Pop up, sis. It would be like fucking every other month of the year. It would just be like snap, crackle, pop, and then fucking June. June it would be like, Rice Krispies support gay rights. Snap, crackle, pop up, sister. Yes, Rice Krispies. Put it in your ass. Did you know that all three of the Rice Krispie fairies are gay? <laughs> July, they're in the statement. <laughs> July, no, they're straight. Basically, fuck all corporate companies. If you support gay rights, you'd actually march. Yeah, don't eat Rice Krispies if you support gays. Yeah, fuck That's Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies, if you're thinking of sponsoring us, snap, crackle, and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Not us cutting this when Rice Krispies gives us a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Tiger. <laughs> what are you doing in Glasgow? I'm in Edinburgh right now. No, but what were you doing in Glasgow? <laughs> I'm trying fucking <laughs> out. The you don't know where I am. Fucking. You were in London yeah. the day as well, though, weren't you? You're, you're jet setting. Kinda. I don't know. I'm just doing like bits and bobs and things. I feel like I seem a lot more busier than I am because like I feel the need to like fucking post shit all the time. Like mm. obviously I'm doing like my my cats every day, which is taxing enough. Honestly, like, I mean, I've done it this it's morning. It's such an exhausting time. It's just posting videos of cats every day. <laughs> like, it's what? It's day, it's 108 today. And, like, wow. that's my first... A round of applause for Tiger's pussies. 108. <laughs> Woo! You don't like cats? I don't. I, no. You right, have my, a cat. I have a cat. Yeah. But your cat's scary as fuck. Your cat is fucking terrifying. I remember once when I was sleeping over at Carl's house, like, at his, his mum's house, and um, I slept in the living room and Carl <laughs> slept in his room. And his cat was like on my pillow, and I dragged Carl over. I was like, "Move it, <laughs> move it." I, I, I'm really not good with cats. She's not. Good I'm with scared anything. they're gonna hurt me. I am. I've oh. got a fucking dog. She can't. You're alright with dogs, but anything else? I'm great. Baby, I'm great with dogs and cats, kids. Elderly. No, I'm great with kids. I'm great with kids. I talk. I'm not great with the elderly, but I'm great with dogs and babies and kids, because I taught kids for like two years. I feel like you'd be Fuck great off. with the elderly, though, Kyle. With old people. Because he is one of them. I mean, he's friends with Alicia, I mean, like, so. if they have money. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, Alicia's got one of them um, necklace things. It <laughs> just calls yeah. out to me every like time help. she falls over. <laughs> she needs your help, like, getting winched back into the fucking bed. <laughs> oh, my God. You've not seen that video. When, when we were in first year... I taught my whole class how to death drop because I was the only person that could do it. <laughs> and there's a video of Alicia. I had to put a safety mat down because I didn't trust a single one of them. And Alicia does it 
and I taught her to do it and she literally jumps, throws her ass backwards and just lands and the foot off the floor as she does it. It's the loudest fucking thing that made me so glad I put a safety mat down. Because she would have broke her fucking spine. She just she would jumped and threw herself backwards. <laughs> There's a there's a parallel well there's a universe out there where you didn't put a mat down and she is fully in a wheelchair. She's fucking fully dead. Breathe through She's a fully tube. In a wheelchair. <laughs> I was all surprised she didn't just go through the floor. <laughs> like... <laughs> we just in the basement. Downstairs is just... <laughs> still there. Like downs downstairs is just fucking like the downstairs Tom's teaching a fucking Shakespeare class. <laughs> I've been hungover for about three days straight. Jeez, like I went out, I went out on Friday, went out on Saturday. Actually, no, went out on Friday, went for a meal on Saturday. So not, it, I went to Gangnam. Um, I went to Gangnam. Actually, not that expensive. Nothing. Have they got like memorabilia everywhere? No. Well, probably, but I didn't <laughs> There's go. There's a statue to sign. <laughs> there, there, I'm not even joking, oh bitch. My I'm God. not even fucking joking. What? No. That's not For anyone real. listening, like... I'm showing a. It's it's real. It's fucking slap bang. Like I was near the co. If for anyone listening who's Korean, I was in the Coex Mall in Gangnam. How much did that cost? <clears throat> I just didn't buy probably. it. Like, <laughs> 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 That's like the biggest. One. Like it just like, I want someone to remove one so then it's just like a big limp wrist in the middle of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. They take it out for June. For June. For June. For June. They'll, They'll take, take one of them away. I want to point out. Obviously, today we are operating. <laughs> we are on different time zones. I've had about three hours sleep. Tiger's eating a croissant, panda chocolat, whatever. I don't care. Kyle's put coffee in his urethra. I love that. It's like a reverse straw. Just dip it in. And it sucks up. Yeah. Yeah. I can actually suck air through my penis. <laughs> It's like Dora the Explorer. It's like yum 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 yum, delicioso. <laughs> I side note. I used to think that instead of delicioso, it said release your soul. Release your soul. Release your soul. Just makes me laugh at the thought of like Daisy's mum being in the other room and just listening to Daisy say that in front of the TV. It's just really funny to me. <laughs> My mum used to watch me do like so many stupid things like i used to eat carpet so i was always carpet funky munching it's so quirky i can't what can i say i don't i'm not like the other girls i don't wear makeup and i eat carpet <laughs> so did you actively pick, pick up the carpet to munch on it or did you get no, down it, to the floor oh i went down i lay on the ground was like fucking like toes in the air fucking feet dogs hanging out and was just like they eat time to munch <laughs> I was like, it's hora de comer. <laughs> it's hora. Release your soul. Release your soul. I just, I just yes, spoke to dead people. I didn't eat carpet. Oh yeah, because that's normal. I did. did you say deaf people or dead people? <laughs> <laughs> like you sigh, Hello? You sigh. I don't think Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? No, I used to speak to dead people as a child, which leads me on to this story that I want to talk about, right? And um, then we'll introduce the episode. Yeah. So we had our deputy head of my, um, my high school. 
he was um he was like our careers advisor as well so uh when we were when we were like 13 14 he did like a careers advice class with us and uh he basically just spent the whole time being like um because of where you live no one will hire you <laughs> <laughs> If you've ever grown up in a small town, it's like so fucking true. So like I studied in Lark Hall, which is like a really bad um anti-sectarian place. Like it's really bad for like football crime and all that sort of stuff. Um and racism. It's it's just like a really deprived area. That's where I went to high school. Sorry, sorry, I just the second you says it about crap football crime, Tiger started laughing. I was like, what? No, 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 because I had to think for a second. When you said anti-sectarianism, I thought you meant anti-Semitism. So I'm like, why would Lark Hall have anything against Jewish people? <laughs> for football. <laughs> and also I was like, football crime, like as in murdering people with footballs. <laughs> or murdering like, footballs. Like, Murdering Football, footballs. Like, There's just a bunch of deflated footballs about the streets. <laughs> and it's just like one, like fucking one, like sort of 1950s New York like, football with a, with a fedora on. Yeah, <laughs> with a, a fucking, yeah, with a detective and a fucking cigarette called like fucking Waffle, like Detective Waffle or something. And he's like, right, what do we got here, boys? Looks like. Looks like 50 are deflated balls. Oh, it's not like again. Vintage streets and it's just black and white, but the footballs are just sort of yeah. running about. There's footballs with police hats <laughs> on. They're being, like, they're being like blown away with the yeah. wind because they've got no air in them. So they're just kind of like falling down a hill and it's just like, someone stop those balls. <laughs> it's a football on football related crime, boss. <laughs> this time, it's personal. <laughs> This time it's offside. I made a straight oh! joke. I made a straight joke. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. So anyway, he was telling us all at thirteen that we were deadbeats and we weren't going to have a job. So um, and then like there was this girl in my class that was like a really talented footballer. Like she was like she was like going to like football clubs and stuff. And then he said to her, "What if you break your leg and you could never play football?" <laughs> right oh my god this is the kind of careers advice he was giving uh so anyway he was like this absolutely awful careers advisor he got so many complaints against him because he was basically telling everyone they weren't gonna have a job and and anyone that had a dream he was like have you considered working at a supermarket <laughs> so, so so then he leaves right and it could we there's a newspaper article about him that comes out later like a two-day spread about the fact that he's a paranormal investigator <laughs> He's like a parrot. He's like this. He's like investigating. Like he's retired and he's investigating ghosts now. But it's like it's this picture. It's really dramatic. Like X Files picture of him with the headline: "Sometimes hauntings can't be explained." But yeah, there's a picture of that. I've got that picture because I asked my mate for it because it makes me fucking piss. It's the funny. Which we will be posting as promo. Yeah, I think we'll have to blur his face, but we can do it. Believe I thought that was what Dora the Explorer was saying to people. <laughs> Release your soul, and I, I'm not even lying. Like none of the stories that I've told on this podcast are lies. Like they're all from my haunted childhood. Release your soul. That is that is the thing that I think about. We have had some absolutely fucking wild stories on this podcast, and we have not yeah. lied once. <laughs> Like, I told a story in episode four about how I thought Jesus would come haunt me in my dreams because I used to eat more sweets than fruit. <laughs> like some sort of fucking cursed greengrocer, like... Fucking five a day, rapture. 
I was, I was, <laughs> I found, I found Daisy the other day because we were, me and Alicia went out drinking, right? And mm. we were having sambuca shots. Is I she okay? Alicia, yeah, she's fine. She's, she's in the folks' home. <laughs> she's, she's, fine. she's all right. She gets, she gets one day out a week. She comes around on the bus. It's nice for her. It's nice for yeah. her to get out. <laughs> on the 22. <laughs> 60p, yeah. The ring and ride. That was a one. You know that, you know what, right? If I imagine Alicia to have, like, her own car, it would be, you know, those really, like, stupid small ones. Like the smart cars. <laughs> like the really, really small ones that just kind of go whizzing by. At my nan's house, there was a guy in the building that had one of those, right? And someone flipped it over. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been an old man's car as well. So what we do is I'll just do like a quick intro. It'll be like me, Kyle, me, Daisy. So and then we'll introduce you and we'll just ask for your pronouns and then just like a quick introduction about yourself. Um, don't think too hard about it. Just, just. We'll ask for your pronouns, but we will give them back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we're just, just gonna borrow joke. them. I'd like to apologise to the academy. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> you smell funny. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast with me, Kyle Broadhurst. Release your soul, oh, Daisy Noir. Noir. <laughs> Joining yeah. us today. It was either that or it's all I'd be coming. And joining us today, I'm trying so hard. And joining us today. <laughs> Joining us today for this. It's hora de comer. Back up it's from that microphone. Did com- you not learn? It's hora de comer. Daisy. It's what hora. does that mean? It means it's time to eat. The next time I eat ass, that's all I'm going to be able to think about. Imagine eating someone's asshole and also doing jilingo. <laughs> You're like, hold on a second. Like, I know I'm in your ass, but I need to do 10 minutes of French lessons. I need to keep up my street. I'm sorry. (laughs) Duolingo on the butt. (laughs) What? No, Duolipa with Duolingo. Like, hello? Why has she not done this before? Duolingo should sponsor Duolipa. Duolingus? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. With Duolipa? And Duolipa? Duolingo. Duolingo. And joining us today for this episode is our friend Tiger Mitchell. Hello. Hello. Release your soul. Bitches. Release your soul. <laughs> Release your soul. Release your soul. I don't want Hello. I, uh, I am indeed Tiger Mitchell. I use he they i am in edinburgh i am an actor writer bad bitch snap crackle genre yes, literally, literally and also in a forest in a forest yeah <laughs> judging by your background today we're going to be talking about social media um uh, what do we know about social media question who invented social media thomas what? edison it, w- it would be god Ah. Uh. Ninky or, or Guy Fieri, I'm not sure. One of the two. There's one of the two. Same They're thing, one in the really. same. So today, yes, today we're going to be talking about social media. Um, it is long overdue. 
and we couldn't think of anything else to talk about. <laughs> so <laughs> here we are. Um, so first of all, I thought it'd be fun to um, go around the room <laughs> and say why you're Uh-oh. here. Now. Uh, go around the room and uh, try and describe the other person's uh, social media in three words. Just from their social media alone. We're talking mainly Instagram because that's like the one that all three of us collectively use if we did it in reverse then i think we could be like like then we could be like oh Oh, interesting what do the other two think about that yeah so tiger do you want to go first you've got three words choose them wisely three words i hate shit like this well i I used to to actually have so if we're talking about instagram i used to have like a personal one and then like a more businessy side one but then it kind yeah. of just like became one in the same and then I like trashed one and mm. uh, the other one. So like, mm. I guess mine's kind of like, like professional-ish, if that's a word. And then... I mean, one of them is. <laughs> and um, <laughs> fuck, yeah, let's go with that. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. And fuck. I think, yeah. yeah. Professional-ish, quirky and fuck-ish. I think out of the three of us, I would have to say yours is probably the most professional because both of us have given <laughs> up. <laughs> so... Mine does not. Like, I feel like out of all three of us, if we're talking about most to least professional, it is Tiger, Kyle, probably someone else. Yeah. And then <laughs> out of the three of us, like, there's always, there's, like, I, mine is not professional at all. Your social media is, like, I try and find, if I think of something that I'm like, oh, Daisy posted that, I need to go find it. It takes me three hours to go through your page because of how much you post. It's just like, I don't know, I don't, I can't find anything in your social media. I don't, I mean, first of all, why are you so obsessed with me? Um, second of all, like, I don't really think I post that much on Facebook. I feel like it's mainly just like, sometimes I share things, but then I feel like I share like, the way you're looking at me is saying otherwise. <laughs> I'm just I'm just speaking from experience. Like going through that Facebook is like is like spelunking. Sp- spelunking is the okay. word of the day. Interesting. <laughs> spelunking. Spelunking. Yeah, I definitely think <laughs> I definitely think um, Tiger, your uh, page is very professional, um, <laughs> and I think also because I follow you on Twitter as well. So it's a lot about acting and the industry and kind of yeah, jobs you're up to. Which sucks. And stuff but like I also that. follow many, um, many, many meme pages. So like that's that gives me the fear <laughs> because like my fo- my followers versus my following. My following is extreme, and if anyone was to go on that, they'd probably be kind of scarred for life. So <laughs> yeah. don't look um, at Tiger's likes. <laughs> don't yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's just all gay porn. <laughs> you say that as if that's the worst thing that somebody could see. <laughs> I mean, for a straight person, probably. Daisy, do you like duck swanning? Do you like a bit of like man on man? Do you like a bit of man on man? Some girls do. Um, No, not really. It's never really done anything for me. I feel like I can't connect to it because I'm not a man. (laughs) Surprisingly, (laughs) I don't know their story. I do like watching man on man, like the the full videos where it's like the stuff before, where yes, it's like they have these the really bit. badly acted out like best things, bit. where it's, but she didn't, and I'm just like, this is genius. Like, this is I that's the bathtub. If I could, if I could, <laughs> you need to rescue me. I'm in the bathtub. Oh no, this there's a shark. <laughs> It's not the beach. It's like just. 
it's just like if that if i was to do any other career it would be directing and writing um male pornography but just the bit before the sex and then i'd leave <laughs> yeah, and then you'd because that's not my that's not my place no. <laughs> i'm not a man i don't have a penis you know i know my place if as you a can't woman, handle the heat the, kitchen. the vagina yeah <laughs> like... yeah Damn. Get out, get out of the butthole, because it's already come in. <laughs> Kyle, what about your, uh, sorry, is it your butthole? <laughs> How would you describe your butthole in three uh, words? <laughs> professional. <Plump>. <laughs> Quirky. Fuck. <laughs> Imagine saying, like, on your grinder profile. I have a quirky butthole. My butthole like, has what a does CV. that mean? <laughs> got a spotlight It's page. got 10 years experience. <laughs> has starred in. <laughs> has got equity. <laughs> insurance for my butthole. Car insurance. <laughs> Go compare. Go compare. Go compare. <laughs> Um, uh, Kyle, how would you describe your social media? I think my social media now is just like my softcore OnlyFans. It's like, it's just building to when I finally start an OnlyFans, which I don't know when that's going to happen, but it's going to be soon. It's just like mm. me, either me on the floor or me with my ass out. That's, 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 that's all it is. And that, I think, personifies my bipolar disorder. Yeah. It's like yeah, on the you floor. Your and you're down. <laughs> Literally, depression. Depression is the humor, yeah. and the mania is just like ass out, like ready to go. Yeah, it's either Jennifer Lopez "Get Loud" or it's like um, fucking driver's license. Sad song. Driver's license. Yeah, <laughs> you d you did used to post like a lot of professional stuff. Like it was very very professional, and then yet yeah, slowly changed over the years to just kind of because i think there wasn't really a lot to post so it was just kind of like i'm just gonna post what i want that's one way to say that like you just didn't do any acting stuff you didn't really have a lot to post no. <laughs> no. i mean it's that's true like, it's true it's a good way to say no one was interested in you after you graduated <laughs> oh, i was gonna no i was gonna say it's more like you gave up for a bit yeah <laughs> you took a break you took a break um but which we've talked about in the podcast before um no but i think it's it's an it's an important point to talk about, I think, how the industry can affect our social media because I think there's this sort of expectation of, of um, you know, when you're presenting yourself a certain way, you also need to adhere to certain things. Which Yeah, like, there's a lot of set censorship, at least I, I found. Because, like, there's plenty of things that I've always mm. wanted to post, but then I'm like, eh, should I? Could I? Do I want that out there? And then, like, I end up just sort of, like, archiving a lot of stuff too. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lot of editing and I, th I find that I find that kind of disheartening which is why I think now like it's like you know obviously because my relationship with my body is so like all over the place as well it's like having mm. that those times where it's like do you know like I'm just gonna post what I want and say what I want to say at the time like yeah sometimes sometimes my captions are like just like fucking like a two-second joke and sometimes they're like a story about something that's happened in my life because yeah I just think I just think it should be a place about authenticity and I think um at least your personal stuff should and i think the business side of social media has it can corrupt it and i think it can make it can remove the authenticity of social media i think it's also you know we get hired as actors um you know not only for how good we are at the job but also if we're the right fit for the job 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if, you know, you can present yourself any way you want. That's the beauty of social media is that you can present yourself in any way, shape or form. There's um, editing tricks that you can do. You can fucking, you can pretend all you want. But at the end of the day, you know, people will see you for who you really are, whether that is in, a, a, you know, a casting room or, or an audition room or, or just when you actually get the job. Um, or outside of the industry and just in general, like people will always see you. So you could have the most polished, flawless Instagram, but it's like, if that's not who you actually are, which no one is, then it's like, you'll, there's no point. Like I've never, ever, ever had any of my social media be remotely professional ever. Like I've not even tried. I literally was like, I, I mean, like I was going to say the thing that I would say about your social media car is that it's very organized. Um, no like i do not give a shit like i try i did try to be more organized on my social media and i saw like a bunch of people that i knew that were like put in fucking you know they had like one row that was one thing and then they had like different pictures and then another and i was like that's too much fucking work if i want to post 10 pictures about my fuck one night out where i got fucking so shit faced i did the splits in fucking gold boots then that's what i'm gonna do if i want to post three pictures of rice I'm going to post two pictures of rice. Like, do you know what I mean? Which I do do. Um, but yeah. But this is, I, this damn, is that was such a beautiful sentiment. That made my butthole tickle. That was, that was there good. we are. That made my peewee tingle. Daisy for president. This is a question Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that we should be authentic on social media or do you think that there are parts of ourselves that we should keep private? It's up to you. Like, it's up to you. Like, it's like, if you want to be 100% vulnerable and honest and open, go for it. Yeah, and like, I, I would respect you know, it. I, I'd respect it either way, yeah. to be honest. Like, if somebody was being their entire authentic self and, like, you know, bearing everything, I'd be like, props to you. I mean, obviously, it's not for everyone, but, like, that's that's admirable. And I think so is, you know, deciding you want to keep parts of yourself hidden because, you know, not everyone can afford to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know out there yeah absolutely i think it's 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 weird because like i i don't tend to post like i post a lot about like my my, all my social media is is very mostly i would say 99.9 percent like humor so it's like stupid shit nights out fucking like with mates do you know what i mean like it's not i don't think i'm really emotional on social media because i don't feel like it's anyone's fucking business but my own and people that i choose to share that with if i do um but then again that's just me if i saw a post where someone was like i've got friends that are very open about their feelings and will tell like long essays worth of stories about Mm -hmm. something that happened to them that day and for me i i'm kind of like too long didn't read for me personally because it's not a story that they've shared with me personally Mm -hmm. Yeah. If that same person like messaged me that entire thing, I'd read it, of course. But it's like if someone just posts this long thing on Instagram about how they saw a leaf and they reminded them of their grandmother, like I would just not. <laughs> I don't know. Frail. Do you know what frail. I mean? I would just <laughs> yeah, yeah, frail and like blown away in the wind or something. <laughs> like, not, do you know what I mean? Five English. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I would just be a bit like, okay cool do you know what i mean like it's kind of like if you for me it's like if if you reach out to me on anything other than social media like i will i will message you because that's from like human to human but it's like at the end of the day um social media kind of serves a purpose and i think if you want to put yourself out there on social media that's fine and like i think it's each their own 
but I don't want strangers on the internet reading about like the difficulties I'm having in my life. I don't I don't care for their opinion. I don't want them to know. I don't give a shit. So that's just me at least. And I think it's interesting to touch on the business side of it because I think social media uh, I mean like I do social media for a career now as well. It's like yeah. I think it can become a bit of a numbers game and and there's a lot of worth that you can put into those numbers and Obviously now Instagram gives you the opportunity to hide your likes and views and all that sort of stuff. Exactly, yeah. Which I love because it's not I think I think it could be mistaken as you're hiding that because you don't want people to see how low your numbers are. But actually mm-hmm. for me, I do it because it's for me. It's so that I don't look at those numbers. It's so that I don't base base, you know, my worth or or what I'm doing on on a numbers game, which is what social media can become. I'm really thankful for that. I don't know how you guys feel. Mm. I guess the question is, how do you guys feel about numbers and view counts and comments, etc.? Yeah, I was going to say like the when they introduced that that um, option to hide likes, I, I did think that was really beneficial. I thought like you know obviously <clears throat> it's a numbers game and the numbers are really important for so many people, and you know mm. a lot of people base their careers off of that, unfortunately, or f- fortunately for them, I, I guess. But um, yeah i enjoy it only because you know social media is such a comparison that big conversation started with with social media and seeing others and seeing other people's lives and what they post and like the the facade of it all and how fake it can be blah 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 blah. um i enjoy it simply because you know if somebody sees like one of my posts for example they're like oh they got more likes than me oh i feel shit oh blah 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 blah. it's it's nice because you don't have the option yeah like, yeah to, to see that so um but I, I i'd be lying to myself if i didn't say like i notice like even to myself because like because it's on my page and stuff like when i scroll past like it obviously shows us our numbers or can yeah. do so it's like oh this one's like done better than this one and this one's done better than that one and it becomes a thing where it's like personal versus business it's like obviously as you said Carl, like you working in social media it is a numbers game and that's where the importance mm-hmm. lies but then like where it blurs lines with being personal it's like on one hand you don't care but then you also see it because you need to like in terms of business and stuff so it, it kind of messes with your head a wee bit like i try not to you know think about it or like really at all let it get to me because i ultimately don't really care because as you said daisy you just post whatever the fuck you want to because it's your social media like it's it's literally yeah so... and you'll get found out at the end of the day it's like if you pretend exactly. to be this person and then, you know, if you pretend to be a certain type of person and then you kind of get hired for being that type of person and it turns out you're not that person, yeah. then it's like, what the fuck do you do? Whereas if I just present myself how I am, which is kind of a bit fucking mentally unhinged, then someone will hire me for that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, as well, yeah. Like, I just think it. I've never really cared about numbers. Um, and I guess maybe it's just that it's not my job to care about numbers. I also don't really care in general. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not. I just, I just don't really care it, about any of it. To be honest with you, like I think the only times that I've noticed that I've had posts that, you know, have got a few extra likes than usual, um, because it's mostly just my mates that like posts and stuff, mm. um, and it's a way of kind of updating my. For me, it's a way of updating my mates on kind of where I am, what I'm doing. Um, just a fun way especially now that I'm traveling um, just to kind of because I don't really post that much on, on Instagram it was only kind of if I'm doing something specific or if it's something funny or stupid that, 
Hello? <laughs> I fully collapsed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I fully reclined. I went back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. Tanya Radswick and Manny. Yeah, no, I think I've never ever cared about about numbers. Um, and I think the only times that I've noticed that um, a post has got more likes than usual would be if I've done something or I've posted something that's out of the ordinary. For example, if I have made a professional post or if I have made a kind of um, personal post about like something very, maybe like slightly more vulnerable. That's when, because it's not what I usually do, people are like, oh, there's a point to this. Whereas if it's just the fucking 13th edit of BTS's Jimin, where it's a fucking Nicki Minaj song playing on the out of it, people are kind of like, okay, she oh, yeah, does yeah. this. <laughs> I think it's exactly that. I think when I go through other people's social media in general, it's like you get sort of, everyone can be different to some degree. And I, I kind of like that. Mm. It, it's... Um, one thing i one thing i really enjoy doing is like seeing what kind of colors people use in their social media especially on instagram when it comes to photos i just mm-hmm. go through it and i'm like how vibrant is it like how how like dull are the colors or or you know and i like yeah, i like people sort of like range yeah i like i like people that do like photos of places i like people that do photos of them especially if they're pretty if they're ugly but like... <laughs> So that's why Kyle never goes on my Instagram. That's one thing I, I was going to bring up, though. I always love whenever I'm looking at somebody's social media, and I think it probably ties into the fact that I expect everyone to have almost somewhat of a facade when they post. Is yeah. I, go, I go to their tagged photos to see them, <laughs> yeah. Other people yes. to, see, to see what other people to see who they really are. That's genuinely what I probably go to, if not before looking at their main page. I, to, for me, it's like if you present yourself in any other way other than who you are, I feel like it's a, a maybe a slight uncertainty of who you are, who you want to be. Yeah. And that might be based on a number of factors. Obviously, if you're in the industry, it might be kind of that pressure of the industry to to be in a certain way. Again, fit into a certain box. We've said this a few times. It's like I think a lot of it's like if you're going to be like a leading man, they want you to have a professional looking you know, social media, lots of headshots, very important business things, things that I have no clue about, but mm. it's like, they want that image. So when you go onto that person's profile, it's just for, it's like a blank slate, basically. That's what they want. They want a blank slate that they can work with. I and I just really... could not think of anything more boring. I've not thought about it too much, but as I said earlier, like I had, so before I'd like come into like the, the, the acting industry and stuff, I didn't have like a, an acting social media. I kind of had like my own personal yeah. social media, which which still exists. I just don't ever use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I effectively have two accounts. One I don't use anymore, but like I had a personal account, which was, I suppose, more of like a me minus all the sort of like acting related stuff. And then like a more professional one. And I think my professional one, which is the one I use now, um, I say professional, but it's kind of like blurring the lines between them both because like, as much as it is me posting about like so like most recently it's about like short films i worked on or like graduation or like other kind of like projects yeah. like i still mm. feel that's very much me mm. in like industry terms like i feel like i feel very genuine on my social media i think it's quirky and fun but also like showing you what i'm up to mm. um but like having that having had that other social media that's a lot more sort of like going out or like pictures of like pretty much anything which is which is um, interesting because obviously a lot of people have or at least had like spam accounts or whatever to like just shit post yeah them. like i know a lot of people that ha- still have like mm. accounts like side accounts where it's like 
just like show all the the quirky yeah. fun stuff where it's just sort of like either for close friends or whatever so I do think that's interesting that people even had that even felt the need to have like spam accounts because they know that they shouldn't I yeah. suppose put that on their 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 main mm. thing for fear of you know other people seeing or like not looking as professional or whatever you can still be professional and also have a fucking personality yeah yeah my, my uh, whole account is a spam account yeah, yeah you, um which i enjoy it's it's genuine shit yeah it's it's just like I, it's just shit that i'm doing if i see a pigeon and i feel he's cool i'm gonna post him you know it's dumb when i work like if i'm you know if i'm working on a project whether that is writing something you know doing a script read shooting something anything like that i'm incredibly professional and most of what i do is comedy mm -hmm. so you know i feel like there's a point where you kind of go oh it's 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 not professional because it's just fucking around no 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 it's it anyone who's actually worked with me in that kind of i mean you know michaela claudia mm -hmm. ali like they're all very good friends of mine but when we're in that fucking room we're working no absolutely yeah you know i think it's it's the elements of like the sort of time and place because like obviously i've worked with you in in professional capacities and you are very much like mm. when the red lights on like you're on uh, you know yeah you are professional when it comes to that and i think mm. it's another thing i want to talk about as well which is a bit of a side sweep from that topic but um talking about us as acting students i think that there can be elements of competition when it comes to social media and i'd, I'd love to hear mm. your guys takes on that because i think like especially after graduating not so much while i was studying but especially after graduating i think it is uh, amongst your peers it can sort of become like uh oh look what i'm doing or 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 so and so is doing this and i'm not i'm not doing anything and how does that feel for you and also how do you navigate that the sort of unspoken competition that you can get around your peers well, I think so. Like, so far, I've not particularly had to deal with any of that or face any of that. So far, I think it's been quite supportive between you know myself and my my classmates, where it's been mm -hmm. like, oh, well, you look like you you've been having fun, you've been doing good for yourself. Like, how's this project going? How's that going? Obviously, it's difficult when, as you said, it's an unspoken thing, so you'll never know if someone or like others will be like chatting about you or like compare themselves yeah. to you or like mm. saying whatever. Um, I think it's interesting that you brought up, you know, like. <clears throat> you know going to drama school and there's that whole you know mindset thing and especially the establishment that we went to they're so <laughs> you know yeah about face value like in our third year like for our portfolio they were like okay have copies of your social media screenshots follower count all this stuff it's freaky so i've like i've got literally like a folder in the other room where it's got like screenshots of like my social media and stuff and like, i can literally probably go and like compare like followers and following with that and it's just like it was very strange because graduating into the industry like fair enough like it's a small factor or could be a factor into you know something work related but otherwise it doesn't particularly matter so far in at least my experience like mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. hearing other people it's like you know social media is just social media i feel like everyone's got this idea built up in the head where it's like oh and we still you know uphold it like the the core sort of um you know you know business space like you need to be professional and stuff but like ultimately it doesn't particularly matter i found i i find that yeah. i find that too like i think there was such a it's it's another one of those things it's like you know when you graduate high school and they're like oh these are the decisions you're going to make for the rest of your life and they're actually not it is it's yeah. kind of similar in that it's like they we were taught this way of of presenting and and you need to be this way or you need to be a blank slate i think i'm allowed to say that like a blank slate yeah. Is, yeah. is what they taught and 
and then I go away from it and what I've realized in graduating is like actually no I don't and the kind of people I want to work with are the people that agree with that yeah it's sort of like actually you don't know everything you know your way of doing things which is absolutely fine and there's no shame in it but what I'm saying is that's not how I want to do things and and why should I be punished as I was for thinking that way yeah me too you know they don't enforce your like it's it's that whole thing of like you know like religious parents bringing up or like enforcing like religion on their children or what have you like there was really interesting article sort of like thing i read the other day about like i don't know what it's called like the monkey ladder experiment if either of you mm-hmm. ever heard of that like that thing where such a tangent but like there's like <laughs> if you have like a, a room of monkeys for example and then there's like yeah. a ladder and then there's bananas at the top one of them tries to go get it but then like it starts like raining apparently like sprinklers go off or whatever or the monkeys get punished because someone's tried to go up and get a thing so whenever mm. a monkey tries to go up, like the rest of the monkeys like attack them. They're like, no, like we can't have those bananas because otherwise we'll suffer. Yeah. And then generations and generations of those monkeys will come. And then there'll be a point where all the monkeys in the room have never even went near it, but they just know that that's a thing Yeah. to mm. not go in. So it's like you're in like these rules are enforced, but like at the same point, at the same, at the same time, it's like no one really knows why it's just something we do why do we do it and i feel like that holds true for the whole like the industry being this big bad wolf type of thing like you need to look a certain way you need to always be on time i mean fair enough like yeah mm. you need to like act a certain way be a certain yeah. way you need to mm. censor certain things but then when it comes around to it that's not strictly true you know like fair enough if that's if that works for you if you want to do things like that just don't enforce them onto yeah. people and some and like such impressionable people and young people as well too, yeah. and people in the creative industry it's like that's like where so much toxicity stems from i think it's funny to me you know as as creative people that we've decided to give ourselves so many boxes because i think we're supposed to be like the you know the hippie like this is how we feel man kind of yeah Um, (laughs) but somehow at some point down the line we've all decided to be like right okay now let's 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 really um organize ourselves or you know this is how we should be guys or or this is the box we should fit in and and i think a lot of that kind of stems from the fact that you know we need money <laughs> and the money yeah. the money comes from people that aren't creatively minded most of the time you know because i don't know a lot of creative people mm. that are well funded or any fun fun yeah. fun creative people that are well funded you know so it's like yeah we've allowed sort of other people to impose on this industry and say yeah okay well if you're going to do that well you've got to do it to some degree and, and you've got a union union unionize unionize i think it's also it's so weird i think the mistake that a lot of people have made a lot of drama schools and a lot of universities have made is that they've tried to um make acting academic mm-hmm. and it's not no, it's, it's creative not. you can't learn acting from a textbook you can't and it is it's it's based on the feeling and i think it is it's it's all about and also it's the hierarchy where i think a lot of actors not all actors but a lot of actors and creative people believe that they are better simply because they're creative um and there is there's i think there's a a small part of it in all of us where if you say you're an actor the response that you get from non-actors is like oh my god because it's so different and so new that a lot of you get this kind of sense of pride myself included like i've been getting it when i'm in korea and i say i'm an actor it's like oh what because it's and then i'm a bit like yeah i'm a fucking and then i'm what do you do business are they <laughs> and all jokes aside like there is that sense of just like you know the work that i do is more important and i have to take a step back and go no it's fucking not and i think instead of just taking the time to properly figure out a actual system that works mm-hmm. i think there wouldn't there would be less of it would be more normalized and there's that level of hierarchy where it's like we all need to feel like we're better 
because we're all competing we need to feel like we're better than each other because it's like there is such a demand for jobs and again yeah it comes down to money when someone that you know does get a job obviously you support them mm, and you're 100%. happy for them because that's what we're all striving for mm. but i would be lying if i said that there wasn't a small feeling of jealousy um or a small kind of even envy maybe because you kind of go what am i doing wrong mm. or you go am i bad at this and and it, it's counterintuitive yeah. i think with the whole sort of like acting a persona like for this industry because i have people in my in my class and it's it's upsetting because they put they hold so much um like they see you know self tapes as like gold dust or whatever and as you said like it's just part of the grind like it's 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 nothing like it's just a step there but yeah. then like they hold they put so much um they, like they hold self tapes to such a you know high level yeah. where it's like oh like oh that's so exciting and like they feel they need to act a certain way to get jobs and it's a shame because that's what they've been conditioned to feel by you know yeah. their experiences the institution they went to and like it just they're not working you know like oh i'm only going to post headshots i'm only going to post professional things i'm going to post these captions i'm going to post something on my story every day like hashtag mm -hmm. on the grind and i'm going to go get a coffee and like show everyone that like i'm you know trying my hardest and i'm like going to mm. theater and stuff and like good for you that's great but like, how that's many great. out of out of a class of 20 if every single instagram page is exactly the same and it's yeah. all which is, and again, like out of everyone we went to school with, when everyone first graduated, the amount of, like all of my friends in my class, it, that's what it was. It was all just headshots and professional shit. And it's fucking boring. It's yeah. like, I, I'm here to tell you right now, if your Instagram page is like that, it's fucking dull. Change it and up. I personally, if, if I was gonna hire someone, friend or not, I probably wouldn't hire you because I'd be sitting there going, I don't know what to do with this information. Like, I feel like all three of us, you could look at all three of our Instagram profiles and get a general idea of that person. I feel like there have been some Instagram profiles or Twitter profiles as well, where I've looked at them and gone, who are, what are, what are you? Like, I don't see anything. I don't, robot, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like it's, it's a robot a and it account. does, it, it could be a fucking, fucking spam account. Like, I, I don't understand why you would want to, as an actor, start your career as a fucking like android i don't yeah. yeah it's just it what it doesn't say to me your like should you know i don't know how to start a conversation with you kind of what i look for when especially when it comes to creative and i, I guess my sort of creative outlet right now is this podcast i think what i look for is mm. people that i think i'm gonna have fun with if, I, if i'm working with someone mm. it's someone that i'm gonna have fun working with because one of the best productions I've, i was ever in for me personally uh, and my experience was a place where the director was fun and I had a good time because they trusted in my creative process and my mm. my ability. And, and then 90% of my script was shit that I wrote myself in the rehearsal room just through improv. You know, mm. that's the kind of space I like. A space that can sort of grow organically and, and you can kind of trust everyone to have their own opinion and, and not be a blank slate and, and just be themselves and say well i think this and if it's good it's good and if it's bad it's bad is there anything you want to touch on tiger before we sort of don't think so i think i pretty much covered that i mean i guess one thing like i think the the, the stories versus like the the feed on instagram like are so like wildly different for me anyway mm. and <laughs> um, because like yeah like you're it's like what you present you know on your your grid like the page or whatever but like on the stories like i will like obviously i have my cats and stuff but like i, I there hasn't been a day where i've not like just posted like a bunch of stuff like i'll post like 
pictures of you know scenery or like add a song or song recommendations mm. or like the close friends option mm. on um yeah my story i will genuinely shit post on there like the amount of like memes of raccoons or like opossums and stuff yeah i'm on, i'm on it i'm on yeah, it I'm like, and i just get them like yeah sad boy hours like it's just like yeah close friends is just like a puppet testicle and that's it like <laughs> for me it's like the highest level of honor to get into someone's close friends as well i'm like oh yes <laughs> i'm on the list <laughs> i'll put, put you on my one so you can in, enjoy the enjoy the the sad memes brilliant <laughs> i've been on ones i've been like added to personal like close friends lists and i've gone why am i on here <laughs> like i've not spoken to you in 10 years like who are you that one that one korean bigot that you met at the other night. yeah they're like close friends and i'm like bitch i'm like i don't um, eat sorry to say i could walk by this man in the street i wouldn't have a clue who he is sorry to this man yeah. sorry I, to this I man know. What's fun about being gay and single is like close friends is just like a good place to see all your friends' nudes, which is which is fun. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, social media. Um... <laughs> see my see my gay friends. Like if they send me a nude, normally it's like just to like review it and to be check. like, what do... yeah, to yeah, be like... like what do you yeah what do you think? <laughs> Gareth fucking Williams, by the way, Gareth, if you're listening, how the fuck do you know Russell T Davis? <laughs> How the fuck? And I'm not even joking, right? At Russell T. Davis, why are you liking Gareth's fucking, like, thirst traps? Gareth, Russell T. Davis likes Gareth. Russell T. Davis likes Gareth's thirst traps. Gareth Williams is the 14th doctor confirmed. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? So I have a question for both of you. Um, what do you think are some pros and cons of social media? Well, to be fair, I've met so many lovely people that I otherwise wouldn't have spoken to ever. Yeah. And I think that's something that's mind boggling to me. Obviously, like there's the, the creation of the internet and shit, but like social media, like you can literally, you'll be following a celebrity, whatever, like so many people commenting, you can just as easily get in touch with anyone and start making random friends and stuff like i think i found that doing our podcast as well is like the amazing like i mm. i always love coming across so just amazing outspoken political queer people like that 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 is my people mm. you know that's the kind of people i love yeah. being around and, and we found that like there was there was someone that liked one of our posts the other day that had just been at the the rally for the conversion therapy in london mm. and uh she has like exhibitions that's just like it's like dyke you know, like just dyke in big letters and all that sort of stuff, and I'm like, yes, like that, like yeah. those kind of people interacting with our stuff. I'm just yeah. like, thank you for being here and thank you for buying our shit because you're the kind of people I love. I feel like there's the, those really random moments where you're on social media and you're maybe feeling a bit depressed or sad or whatever, and you're, you're scrolling through social media, and then you just come across a post that just makes you feel like a certain type of way, where it's like you either feel motivated or you feel kind of happier or for me, like, I also, I came across this post and I will, it's not my rep for rep, but I will link it in the kind of articles description. It's this Norwegian um, TikToker and it's her and her girlfriend, of sorry, fiance. Um, and these two lesbian Norwegian TikTokers, they're so Is sweet. That, like the packaging people? People that open no, packaging? No, 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 <laughs> it's the, it's the, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not Wait, the who are the packaging people? people? <laughs> well, there's, there's like, there's like this like Norwegian lesbian couple, and they like open packages. <laughs> no, because that's some fucking weird fetish shit. <laughs> 
it's like unboxing. I don't know, but like they have like an Amazon wish list, and people just buy them stuff. Tiger, and... do you just get no mail? Is that <laughs> do you have to live vicariously just... from other people? Mail simulator. <laughs> Mail simulator. Yeah, the VR headset. Just watch the VR mail simulator. Basically, it's just the this um, Norwegian lesbian couple, basically, and they're they're getting married in a couple of weeks. They're trying to have a baby. Like it's 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 so lovely. And uh, one of the girls um, has been basically like criticised because she um, doesn't try and like hide her a body. Basically, she like will often post kind of videos of her kind of like um sort of lo lo lower cut jeans so that kind of her belly's like more exposed um and people are like oh you need to wear clothes that fit you properly and blah 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 and there was this one post that she made where she was like oh you know i used to really hate my body and i used to really hate kind of um when i would go into like shops like clothing shops but then i remembered that my clothes are supposed to fit me and not the other way around yeah and it seems like a really simple fact like it's obvious like it's it's obvious but when i tell you that that post when i found it changed my experience of shopping forever yeah like i literally went oh my fucking god because that's not how i had been shopping yeah. i'd literally been buying the sizes that i felt i should be and then getting really sh sad when they did they w didn't look quite right like they either fit but they it wasn't right or they didn't fit or they were too big. Do you know what I mean? Like it just, mm -hmm. instead of kind of going, if this doesn't fit, I will buy a size larger or I will get a size smaller, like buying the clothes that are right for my body. And mm -hmm. I, and that's what I mean is that you sometimes another pro of social media is that you come across, across such posts and they just change your outlook forever because you're like, Oh, I did not think of this. Yeah. And it could be anything and it's stuff that you know you might not get if you're hanging around the same group of people who maybe also think like that you know Absolutely. it's just a complete stranger's opinion but some and you know and it just yeah i was just like oh fuck like yeah that's how you're meant to shop and that moves that moves us very seamlessly into the yeah. cons because you know yeah that another reason that that is is because of social media you know like it, yeah you see stuff and and you like a lot of the stuff i get is clothes as well because like that's the kind of stuff i look at on instagram that yeah. that and pictures of, of men and uh... men, yeah. <laughs> so it's like when it comes to when it comes to clothes and stuff it's like you see all this stuff and you see the models and, and xyz and and a lot of your shopping is based on social media and and mm. um especially when it comes to clothes if you buy something that you've seen someone else wear it's like oh well my i don't look like that you know i don't look like that in those clothes yeah. the way that person does uh, and that, that you know that's that can be a con of social media is his um comparisons and um comparing yourself to this false idea of what someone else is uh because mm. with with a focus on authenticity comes people that focus on the complete opposite and would rather sell a complete mm. lie about themselves on social media and normally those are the people that have more more attention you know i guess also um social media can be very distracting I feel like it, it also can be um, unmotivating. Like, I, th I think you're on social media for a long time and you kind of, you, you start to imagine how things could be. Like, you see someone that's really organised and you go, I want to be more organised. And you see someone who's, like, 
earning more money and you go right I'm going to earn more money or you see someone with a certain type of job or a certain type of house or a certain type of style and you're like I want that I want that I want that and you have to actually get up and try and do it as well and I think that's the issue is that a lot of people just go oh I, I can't do that because that's online that's mm -hmm. that's 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 mm -hmm. that's in that's in the phone do you know what i mean like yeah, that's like not achievable goal. yeah yeah like it's an unreachable goal it's it's unachievable and i'm not going to sit here and say that it's it's you know it, it, it again it affects how much money you've got where you're based but at the same time you know you can you can do anything you know you just have to be prepared to put in the work and i think that when you you kind of live on social media you also get stuck in this kind of way of, of thinking of going, oh, the things that I see online are just that they're online. They're not real. So I can't do that because, you know, I've also been conditioned to believe that there is a certain way that my life has to go. Yeah. And there is a certain order that my life needs to be in. And it's like, no, no, no. If, if you want to, if you see like, you know, an image of like a fucking van and someone's turned it into a home and you want that, go for it you know try you know you might have to work somewhere for a while save up a lot of money you know learn how to drive that particular type of van you might have to you know learn some basic fucking diy skills you might have to do this do that but like if you want it go for it you know why not in, Fuck the, it. in the words of ariana grande if you want it take god it. is a woman no <laughs> oh <laughs> In the words of Ariana Grande, yeah. <laughs> In the words of Ariana Grande, yeah. <laughs> 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 what was it? What's, what's Trixie Mattel's? <laughs> Shout out to Ariana if you're listening. My final question. Um, which I'll, I'll direct first to you, Tiger, and then Carl, you can, you can take your stance on it. Um, how do you think that social media has affected our society and how do you think we can change that? What advice would you give to people that, um, maybe want to, I guess, better themselves from social media? Or, or at least use it in a better, more kind of productive way. Damn, that is one loaded baked potato question. I, um, that is a fucking baked potato with cheese, mozzarella, fucking <laughs> cheese and cheddar mozzarella. cheese, mozzarella, <laughs> sour cream. Is mozzarella cheese, not mozzarella, a cheese? Mozzarella, <laughs> vegan mozzarella. Cheese. Anyway, baked beans. Blue Stilton anyway. cheese. Halloumi. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to oh, Blue Stilton you know if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think that social media has brought more people together than it has done harm. Obviously, it's mm. fucking awful. But, like, you know, it's it's also it's revolutionary and brilliant. Mm. And, um, so I'd like to think that it's, it's helped more people. You know, it brings people together. It, like, it invokes new friendships and, like, just all this jazz like we wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for social media most likely yeah we wouldn't know that you know that russell t davis fancies gareth if it wasn't for social I media i cannot believe that that i cannot <laughs> i like, can't believe this is the universe i'm in <laughs> i cannot believe yeah, that this we, we wouldn't have met certain people we wouldn't have made certain friendships and you know i think ultimately it, it, it's great and it's awesome and hilarious and 
memes. Mm. But um, yeah, on the same page, it's also like crappy because so many people have gone through, had so much shit as a result of social media. Like, fair enough, you see the good parts of it, but then there's also like the fucking hate crimes and like literally yeah. fucking people just getting absolutely slandered like unfortunately it really does take a toll on some people's mental health and it drives them to you know do certain things unfortunately you know take their own lives and it's just like my advice is just like it's a shame because i've always said like it's nice surrounding yourself with nice and like-minded people people who aren't bigots people who you know like think similarly you know when it comes to politics you know human rights how people should be treated Mm -hmm. and fair enough you can say like oh there's so many like-minded people this is amazing like i've got so many great friends like it's so hard to even fathom that there's so much shit happening in the world but the truth is it's a very slim percentage of people who think similarly to us like it's very very small like there are a lot Mm -hmm. of cunts (laughs) as it were um, yeah. Whether or not I can say that, I don't know. Um, you, it's the bitchcraft and faggotry podcast. You yeah. Can say <laughs> like, let's let's be real. Um, You're the but... second person that's asked if you can swear on this channel. <laughs> like... But yeah, it's just, like this, the world is genuinely full of cunts, and it's run by cunts, and it's like mm. we just need to, I guess, give less of a shit because there's honestly there's worse things to worry about, but. I'd say yeah. as long as, you know, everyone says, as long as you're enjoying yourselves, you're not hurting anyone, you're having fun, then go for it by all means. But just like, just then he'd be a dick. Kyle? Uh, yeah, I have to agree. For me, it's just sort of like, you know, one of those fucker you want, fucker you like situations, you know? like just Yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, like, <laughs> you know, you just, you've got to do... You can only ever act with your best intentions, and as long as you're doing that, then you're doing the right thing. Like, just do what makes you happy, authentically happy. I think that's that's right. Whether that is being authentic on social media, or whether that's reserving those moments for your own personal one-on-one space, that's absolutely fine. It's just don't get caught up in it. I think it comes, it circles back a lot to a lot of what we talk about in this podcast. Is talking about the politics and the socialized aspects of these situations don't give into them and that's why we talk about them and that's why we highlight them it's because to say you know to let you know that you're not alone in thinking this way but also it's bullshit and and you actually don't have to think that way you don't have to act that way just do what makes you happy ultimately and you will you will get a better life experience out of that suck a dick register register to vote get a job get a job get a job register to vote contact your local mp if they're fucking you off suck a dick fuck who you want fuck who you like and just twinkle twinkle little star (laughs) you know just exist yeah i don't know I, i just think there is no we've only got one life and there is no point in trying to pretend to be someone that you're not i think i'm all for trying new things trying new trends kind of trying new styles of clothing, um, trying new foods, having new experiences. But just because you have one experience with a certain thing doesn't mean that anyone else is going to have that same experience. Um, and I think also, you know, just not try, just just, just focusing on yourself, like tr- practicing, just focusing like a day at a time, focusing on yourself, like 
what am I going to do today that's going to make me better? Mm. You know, and it's like whether that is, you know, sleep or play games or go and see a friend or work, you know. And again, even if it's like, oh, I've got to work, it's like, okay, yeah, but then practice the work to live versus the live to work mentality, you know, you know, manage your time better um, or try to so that you've got a nice amount of time before and after work. And then at work, it's like, is this job, you know, why, why am I doing this job? Is it to fund myself? Do I love this job? And if I hate this job, why am I still here? You know, is it just because I'm trying to find another job? Okay, then focus on that. So that would lead us into our Rec for Rec section for this episode. Now, uh, for those of you just joining us, our Rec for Rec section is a collection of myself, Daisy and the guests. Recommendations of things we've seen, people we've been speaking to, accounts we've been following, food we've been trying. It's a, a real wide spectrum of stuff that we just think people would benefit from knowing about. So... With that said, as our guest of honour, you get to start us off. Tiger, what is your rec for rec for this episode? Lovely stuff, thank you. Um, so I've got two. So one, uh, you may have seen me eating my breakfast earlier. <laughs> I shit you not, this will change your life. I don't know if anyone normally does this, but at least I go to Sainsbury's. That's where I do my shopping. In the frozen awesome. section, you can get like frozen like pan au chocolates and like croissants and stuff. Mm. literally 12 minutes in the oven fucking stick a pan of chocolate in there and then you have like freshly baked goods like genuine like just like fucking like i, I have no words honestly two pound i might do that 250 for a bag of six 250 oh. for a bag of six they're like the easiest thing ever you can literally stick stick some in the oven go take your shower come back and then it's a bakery it is a bakery in here. Tigers discovered baking for the first time. Also cooking. Tigers this, discovered how to weird, use an oven. This weird, this weird drawer that like heats up. And I'm like, what? Do you know? And then, I, oh. I, I say food in the introduction, and you are the first but person. But no to, one's done it. No one's done it, and now really? I'm thinking. No one's done it. Now yeah. I'm thinking about wow. having to make a social media post about a Sainsbury's pan of chocolate, yes, <laughs> and please, I don't know who I'm going to do it. <laughs> No, I know exactly. Tag Sainsbury's, and then come June, they're going to share this podcast. Like, yeah, it'll be that. I love that. Um, and um, <laughs> my other is um, so an artist, a musician, and artist. Um, you might have heard um, Jack Stauber. He does like a lot of. Yes, it. You've definitely true. heard his stuff. You've definitely heard his stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know like quite a few of his songs got popular on TikTok and stuff. But like, I've been following him from the longest time, and he does like mm. really sort of like messed up artistic kind of like music videos online it's very sort of like vhs style um claymation stop motion kind of stuff um and a couple years ago i think with adult swim he did something called shop a pop opera and it's just like this sort of like like 12 minute animation sort of like collection of songs and stuff and it's just like the wackiest coolest like vibiest stuff ever like it's just genuinely i love it but it's not for everyone like it's in the realm of like almost like salad fingers kind of stuff but like not as you which know, is fucking, not so as fucking good. terrifying as that but it's very much in, in that realm and i just oh incredible uh my rep for rep for this episode is a youtuber called t noir not days noir t noir uh she but that's that's my t channel yeah that is your t channel it's been <laughs> taken i found it um, Fuck. <laughs> so she talks a lot about media representation, uh, a lot of stuff that goes on in sort of online through TV and film, uh, primarily 
uh, representation of black women, but also a queer representation as well. Uh, she just has like half hour um, videos that she posts every so often uh, that are really informative with really well structured points. Um, and she's just really open about having the conversation, which is what we try to do here a lot. So I think it's important to highlight those kind of creators. So uh, yeah, pop over to Tinoir's YouTube channel and give some of those videos a watch. Um, mine is a song. Um, so it is called Crooked by G-Dragon. Um, as many listeners are aware, I am now in South Korea. Um, I've been here for about just over three weeks now. And uh, my roommate, Sophia, uh, is obsessed with him. Like we both, we both love G-Dragon, but um, we've kind of discovered that this is like our favorite song so it's kind of like become our, our song, which is quite nice. So we also frequent a bar in Hongdae called Sugar Ray. So if anyone's there, go. Um, it's down the street from that weird Latin bar. But, you know, if you if you live in Seoul, you'll know what I mean. Um, and we go there like all the time. It's like our go to bar. All the staff is so lovely. Um, the music's usually pretty good. Everyone there is like it's, it's a very safe, like, like I've I've walked home, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 very, very safe environment. Um and there's also a fucking weird burrito truck that drives by at like three AM and you get weird burritos from like macaroons and shit. Um but yeah, so I would recommend Crooked by um G Dragon because that's kind of become like every time we go to the club to this specific bar, um, we always get the the uh, bartenders to play that song. And it's a fucking Thanks. banger. So, yeah. But um, all of the links to all of our recs, as well as anything we've spoken about today, will be in the um, link tree in our bio. Previous rec for recs are available where? In your asshole. Daisy, you, you're so close. I really do believe in you. <laughs> Previous rec for recs are where? Uh, uh, in our highlights, in our in Twitter no instagram <laughs> instagram social media everyone social yeah media. Social did media. i do daisy do good you started daisy do you good started big time. really well you started really super good i was so proud of you oh oh it's only taken one season it's taken a year <laughs> so guys we have talked a lot about uh, a lot of different things um do we have any final thoughts um to summarize the episode your feelings both tiger you first as the guest of honor i mean i struggle enough with my emotions as it is so i can't think of anything to say <laughs> that's fair enough brilliant <laughs> that's, that's fair. fair enough <laughs> that's fair um kyle um i think just just be kind to yourself be kind to yourself um and don't don't base your worth on social media or the attention you're getting on social media just just be kind look after yourself and um if you do have any alt accounts or close friends uh in which you disclose your nudes feel free to invite me to follow you there i will critique your nudes or send you some of mine depending on what kind of relationship you want us to have daisy uh, we'll not be doing that. <laughs> please please don't add me to your private nude um circle jerk thing i don't know um 
I think. Just don't. <laughs> just don't. Just li- just, actually, do you know what? Just leave me alone. My final thoughts um, every episode to just send me pictures of your dick. <laughs> yeah, it gets. <laughs> Uh, my final thoughts would just be, um, yeah, figure out or try and figure out how to use social media in a more productive way. Present yourself how you want to be presented and how you are. And if you want to be something, then be it. Like, if you want to be more organized, tr- try and be more organized. Um, if you want to have a, if you want to dress a certain way or act a certain way, then do it. But just don't pretend to be someone else because i think it won't help you to to grow and become a better person i think it just kind of keeps you stuck in the past definitely i think i think to to summarize step your pussy up get a job suck Suck a a dick level up level up level up times five bye guys (laughs) with that with that said thank you so much for listening uh if you're listening oh yeah sorry Bye. <laughs> Sorry, I for- I forget that everything's not always about me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Bye. done now. Let's go. Bye. That's all we have time for. Thank you very much. I'm t- on the commercial. Yeah. No, wait. That's all we wait. have time for, folks. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're gonna jump to commercial. <laughs> but we're gonna <laughs> We're gonna jump to commercial, guys. We'll be right back. That's McDonald's. Never Next. mind. Can I please Next. Can I please plug the socials? <laughs> Can I please get a waffle? Can I please please get a waffle? (laughs) Right. With that said, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts, please uh, leave a rating or review of our podcast and follow to keep updated with when we post. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe and... It's hora de comer! (laughs) And release your soul. And release your soul. Click on the bell, please. <laughs> and and also follow us on Instagram at the BNF Pod because, girl, if you're not following us on Instagram, you're only getting half the story. <laughs> yeah, the other story. When is one sadness. video ends, click on another. Just one. click on another it's one. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I support, support you. you. <laughs> I would like it if someone clicked on the bell have you and seen watched that, another one. Have you seen that Michelle Visage one that's just like, hey, do you Yo, like gay you shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I, I'm, I'm not leaving.